All right, it's uh, June 18th, 2021. Beautiful day in the Western Washington area. Got Danny Diggler on the other line. Bring him in just a second. Give a shout out to our sponsor. It's uh, Reared Digital. And uh, no further ado, let's get right to it. Let's bring Diggler in. Oh, Captain, my Captain, how you doing? Oh, me? I was just I was listening to a little Matthew McConaughey, the actor. Yeah, what about Matthew McConaughey? He was talking about the difference between happiness and joy. Yeah, what's the difference? Very deep conversation. He was talking about that uh, if you pursue happiness, you'll always be let down. But if you pursue joy, true joy, like you get up every day and you feel like you have something to do and you're going to go do it and you're happy about doing it. That's a lot bigger of a difference in your life than trying to pursue happiness, which who knows what happiness really means. Is it your happiness or is it somebody else? It was like joy is truly your own. Like if you, you know, and, and I thought about it. I was like, hey, do I like what I do? Do I like my job? Do I like taking care of my parents? And I was like, yeah. I kind of do. Anyway, it was a light, it was a in-depth thing right before you called. I'm sorry to bring it up. Sounds like you like your job. Who really likes a job? I mean, you're just you, you should be happy to do a job you don't mind doing. Like I got a job I can actually smoke some pot and drink a beer or two before I go to work and still perform great. Like, so maybe that brings me joy. Well, that's Who cool. knows? I, I never thought about that, but I have put myself in a situation that I have certain benefits other people don't have. That's very true. Like my boss. Like my boss knows. Like, some days I, I choose to smoke pot and go to work. And some days I don't. But he's never had to pull me into the office and say, hey, you know, your uh, your uh, habits outside of work are, are interfering or, or, or underperforming your performance. You know what I mean? You're kind, of, like, a, you're kind of a pothead. Well, I just got to a certain point where I actually work in a profession where I'm so knowledgeable about it, I could do it drunk or stoned. I mean, that's kind of scary. Think about that. Even do your job about almost that? 30 years. I could, somebody could call me in the middle of the night and be like, oh, I'm doing this and that. And I'm like, oh, you should try to have your shaft. Maybe this. You know, and I, I, it's, it's like memorized. Nothing, and, nothing uh, has really changed in, like, since I worked there, to be honest with you, dude. 
I mean, there has been some changes, but not it, that it, significant. They'd be like, it, whoa. It's got it's got more high tech. Like like we used mm, to uh, more numbers based. We well, no, we used to have hypothesis. You remember the word hypothesis? That's the theory in uh, science that you're making a knowledgeable. All right, you're not that like, smart. Yeah. You need to look that up. <laughs> anyway, no, I, I, I know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Hypothesis. It's it's amazing though. It's amazing though. I can literally sit there and go like, oh, God, do I have to deal with the same conversations today? If I do, I need that, or I need a hash, you know. And then I go to work, and it's just totally cool. That I do understand. It's like, I do. I, I think I'm self-medicating myself. Yeah, possibly. Without you're a doubt. A, you're on a hamster wheel, is what you're saying. Well, if you're having a shower pair before you go to work, you're medicating yourself. Are or you, I could be an alcoholic. I don't know. Are you on, feel like you're on I'm a hamster wheel. Are you on a hamster wheel? What? Are you on a hamster wheel? No, no, this is the funny thing is I flip the hamster wheel over. I'm like, no, I'm not going to run through the hamster wheel anymore. I'm going to make people run through the hamster wheel, and I'm going to make them run fast. Like, I get somebody in there that thinks they're like a great golfer, and I realize they're like a plus 28 handicap, and I just make them sweat until I, I go, hey, I need you to hit the ball on the sweet spot eventually. Like, I know you hit like 30 of them. Can you do like, can you do like 40 more? And then I walk away, and then I come back, and then I sit there and I go, okay, well, you suck as a golfer. Do you want me to help you out, or do you want me to just, you know, don't say it quite like that, but I just sit there and I go, hey. Degree with an extra stiff flex. I mean, at best, you're a stiff. I mean, you don't, you know, I, as a, I look at numbers and so it's so funny in my industry. So many people lie to themselves. Right. Like golfers. People, if people golfers fall, kind of fall into a box. They fall in uh, a box of like a I'm, one, two, three, four, five box. You know, the funny thing I, I love is when like somebody's redoing their handicap and I hear all the scores they post. But they claim they're like a fucking four handicap or five handicap. And it's like, at best, you're a nine or a ten handicap. You're hurting yourself by saying you are better than you are. You know what I mean? Of course. It's just, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. But they would rather do that and just pay money and be like, oh, this game is rigged. Rather than be like, no. This is how I play. I, I suck. Like, <laughs> right. Exactly. I don't know. Do you think? You anyway, could, do you think you could talk about golf your whole life? You do. You kind of already. I have. know I'm going to. I know I'm going to. I know I'm going to die talking about it because I. Even if I can't play golf anymore, I'll still drive around and drink a beer and watch other people play golf because it's something I enjoy. I think it's like if I, I think I think when Michael Jordan can't walk anymore, he's still gonna fucking go hang out and watch people play fucking uh, scrimmages 
on the basketball court. You know, I mean, yeah, sure, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. I know what you mean. And I'm not saying I'm not an athlete like Jordan or Tiger or Phil or or it's anybody it's like something that. You're but really it, into. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of guys that I know when I was a caddying at Chambers Bay that they retired and they love golf, but they can't golf anymore. So what do they become? They become marshals and they drive around the course and tell people to hurry up. That's totally true. You know, it's, and it's the way everything happens. Everybody ages, everybody dies. And that's what I was thinking on our 51st podcast. We should talk about the matrix. Okay. What do you want, what do you, what do you mean? The universe is being like a projection. Like the matrix. Like uh red pill, we, blue pill. No, but the thing is maybe I look at it as deeper. I've been I've been doing a lot of research and 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 thinking about stuff like this. Okay. Maybe we get to experience life to build up our spiritual points in order to get to a higher realm. How do you think about that? You tell you could be right. Well, it doesn't interfere with the thought of God because somebody still would have to make it. But there's a lot of things that are talking about, like... Like life itself maybe, is a test. Well, and maybe it's a reincarnation, a reoccurring thing. You keep going through it until you make the right decisions. You know, until... not not I don't like to say the right decisions, but like... Make your soul right. You know what I mean? Like your soul. Like I don't know. I mean, it could be. I don't know. It could be. I don't know what. I don't know how to answer that. I know you. Yeah, that's the weird thing is that we haven't been hanging out much, but I've been listening to a lot of like uh, open my reality type of uh, videos, and it's. And it talks a lot of, you know, dude, we got to remember the Matrix came out, what, in 1994? 99, So that was dude. the first time we, okay, 99. So 99. So it's still been 21 years, 22 years. Okay. So it came out, it came out, but nobody really thought about what would really happen if we were in the Matrix. Like, if everything around us was a virtual reality and almost like a video game, but you're a character that's in the, in the simulation. And if you drink too much, you snore too much, you smoke too much, you, you feel those ex- effects and you age and you grow and you die. And, and maybe you have kids, maybe you don't, but maybe that whole, simulation is to try to build better on your soul. 
like your soul. Can I ask you something? What? If you've never seen The Matrix before and someone told you that verbatim, would you believe them? I mean, it seems kind of fanatical. And I, I, I would, I, I would, I would, I would actually dream, dreamish. Not, no, the, the, the matrix, the matrix was something that got me interested in it because you got to remember when the matrix came out, I was still pretty young. And then I went and partied and drank, drank a lot and hung out with strippers and did what, you know, good 25 year old, you know, normal young boys should do. 19, 20 year old boys. Well, just because the strippers weren't hanging out with me, I was paying them. But anyway, what I'm saying is that, like, when people say they go through their midlife crisis and this and that, maybe it's then missing the point of life. Like, when you get ready to go through your midlife crisis, maybe that's where you realize that, hey, What's going to benefit me better is just making sure that my soul is happy and content. And then from your 40s and 50s, work on being happy. Not like necessarily being married and raising kids and stuff. Because there's a lot of us that are going through as single guys, you know, not going to get married. But if you get to that 40, 50-year-old age where people normally have a midlife crisis and you're like, you know what, fuck it. It's really hard. I've done this. I know I'm talented. I'm just kind of like you. I can see you easily saying, fuck it. I'm going to fly over to Europe and just hang out there and see if I can work for a, a, a company that does uh, electric, you know, sound system for a band. I could easily see you say that just because you're just like, I just want to go experience that. Like, you know what I mean? Like the whole point of your soul being here is not to live as long as you can, but to experience as much as you can in the in the way of joy. Like experience it in joy, like not in anger, not in jealousy, but experience it. But experience it all your life in joy. That's what I was trying to say. For me personally, yeah, for what the most part, yeah, for the most part. But like, I mean, you also would have some struggle and strife in your life to make you like a strong person as well. Because if you're like the the person that just had everything, oh, I think I'm just gonna do Maybe this. I, I'm just gonna run for president today, and you become I president. Totally, I, I totally, I totally understand that. But if there is a whole bunch of reincarnations in your life before you even got to this point maybe you actually struggled pretty hard. Maybe you were persecuted. Maybe you were tortured. Maybe, I mean, let's say, let's, let's just think about the fact, or not the fact, but the possibility. There's so many souls out there. You have to live so many lives. And maybe me and you went through Berlin. We went through uh, so, Mao. We question, went, maybe, question, maybe we question. were Asians at some point. Is it your is it your birthright? Mm-hmm. Is it your birthright to live it out all comfy and cozy? No, I'm very fortunate. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is say their souls and reincarnation, right? If their souls in reincarnation 
there has to be a, like your soul cannot just be your soul in your body. Your body is an avatar. So if you have a soul in your avatar, you actually have to have a base soul in the overall reality of where everything began. A base soul? So if you have, you're, well, if, if this is a, if this is a matrix, we're all avatars, right? So we have a base soul or a base code, base soul or a base code in something that's separated from this reality because you have to actually have the programming in in order to make the effects show out. Like like a PlayStation like, or a video like, game. Or like or Scientology. TV. No, 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 no. I... No, I well, I could see where you could cross-reference that, but that's not what I was trying to get to. I was trying to get to that, like matrix, like deja vu, like deja vu, deja vu. You've you've experienced deja vu probably numerous times in your life. Everybody has. It's like yeah, the strip life club, almost of course, like yeah. repeating. The strip club, of course. Or maybe you, you know. So there's, there's even if you're not religious there's many things that happen to you throughout your life that you really got to think about like what's the explanation like really what is the explanation like why did i feel that way why did i think that just happened why did it actually i think it just happened and it did you know but i don't believe in a god i don't believe in Anything, I just think you're, you live and you die, and that's it. And once you're dead, you're dead. You know, so, but I mean, there has to be kind of something to, to kind of be there in order for you to feel deja vu. Because, and when you have a dream and the next day your dream comes true, or, you know, not like you won the lottery, but, you wound up watching, you know, Mariners game or something like that. Maybe you're thinking what you're going to do the next day. But when you think about the details, maybe you thought about the, like the details, you know, like, Hey, I was dreaming about the Mariners game and the ending was five, one. And that's what really happened in reality is it's kind of hard to like, you know, kind of hard to fight those similarities all the time. So my opinion is that if we're avatars on the earth, if we're living through an avatar, let's, let's say our souls are always existent. Like Albert Einstein says, um, energy cannot cease to exist. It just passes through. Passes through what? It just passes through another. It always stays energy. Your soul is kind of down here playing with these avatars, and we get old, and the avatar body gets old and decrepit and dies. Well, once that avatar dies, wouldn't your soul go back to the main code or the the main source where you actually kind of suck it up and say, "Okay, you had that experience and stuff. That's great, but." You can either kind of hang out up here or you can go down and experience something else. But if you choose to, we're going to write, wipe your whole brain, your whole memory, because you've got, because if you didn't wipe somebody's whole brain, 
by the time they will, you know, you could be in an avatar. Let's say you're a fiance and then all of a sudden you're like in an Indian kid and you're like, I was fiance. I was like making millions of dollars. Now I'm like, this, I'm just trying to take care of my family. And I could have been, you know, rather than saying you could have been so much more, you actually sit there and go, what's the best I could do in my situation? I got a dad I got to take care of. I got this I got to do. I get, you know, you take care of certain things and maybe that as a soul builds your spiritual points up to where you can actually maybe be more than just that. I just, I just, I've been thinking about souls a lot lately. I'm sorry to bring it up, but. Oh, whatever. I mean, like, I mean, I could go on and on about this topic all night, but like, I don't want to bore people ass, you know, to death. Well, it's episode 51. We could talk about UFOs. They're about to let that out of the closet. Well, I mean, have you ever watched an interview with David Fraber? Oh, yeah. I saw the one with him on Joe Rogan. He's, he's the, amazing. He's the, the tic, little Tic Tac guy. Tic Tac. Tic Tac. He's the Tic Tac guy. It was here. It was going at a phenomenal speed, then all of a sudden it disappeared, and then it wound up on a radar 2,000 miles away. I don't know how to explain that to you, but it was the same thing. You know, I mean, that's what he said. It sounds like it, it sounds you know. Like, yeah, I mean, it could have been a glitch. I mean, we're talking 2004 is when all this shit happened. So, I mean, it's like. It's not a glitch. He was literally looking at it. Sure. He was looking at it. Okay, I mean, still. And it was so close to even the water. So, it even was so, so close to the water, it should have had back spray. It had no back spray. And these things. That's great, Daniel. What are they going Mm-hmm. All that's great, but like what I'm trying to say is, it was from 2004. How many times in the past, almost 20 years now, has new shit happened? You know, there's more shit than that than in the past 17 years that the fucking, you know, military has. They've got to have more claims than just that one. Oh, there's way more. And they just started addressing it because they used to just call it unidentified, whatever. Pilots all the time used to call in and be like, hey, I see something off my starboard bow. And they're like, ah, you got any any, uh, military activity up here? And they're like, no, just ignore it. And so many pilots for years were told, don't talk about it, your career's going to end. So the funny thing is now we're actually kind of getting to this point. I don't think the, I don't think the aliens want to talk to us. I really don't. I think they're like, dude, you guys don't even know what's like a man and a woman right now. Like, like we've been abducting you for years and we thought we were trying to help you out. And you guys all fuck shit up. You know, I don't know. I don't know, but I, if you were super intelligent and you could, you could not only go through space and atmosphere, but also go through the water at the same propulsion because you have this like field around you and you just cruise through and you don't affect anything. Would you really want to say, "Hey, hi, hey, retards"? 
I am fucking Brett Smith from the, the super intelligent galactic empire, and you guys are fucking retarded. Listen, here's the deal. We detected them a long time ago, okay? Because if they're getting this close to like fuck around with us, that means that they let us. That means that we have they've been getting trying to get closer and trying to get closer and trying to. You don't just go show up on a fucking foreign planet. Would we do that on Mars? I don't think so. Do you think they haven't been there for a while? Do you do you not think that since we don't have a. Uh... Uh, uh, what what what's that called? The uh, chain and the evolutionary. Well, maybe uh, our whole lives, you know, dude. Like, I mean, you and they I. They totally. You and I are both UFOs. under fifty, and these stories have been around for seventy plus, maybe hundreds of years. Thank God, UFOs changed our fucking Neanderthal fuckers. Be a little slave labor for a while, and then. They left us, and then we fucking did our own deal, and we're doing our own deal, and, you know, here we are. I mean, could you imagine the evolution process if somebody did not help us out? You know what I mean? Like, just get us to learn how to, uh, you know, make, make, make spears or make arrows and and hunt for, you know, I mean, and then all of a sudden we built fucking pyramids and, and now we're super smart and we're like got good clothes, but we still have no idea how the fuck they built those pyramids. I mean, come on, man. It's like, you know, it's crazy. Dude, we did, we did not build that shit. Nobody knows how to with our, in, uh, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't agree. We didn't that. build that. I don't, I don't agree with that. We probably, we probably did. But here's the thing. What do you think? You, you, you had, you had elephants climbing no. up ramps that they build around and what do you, how do you think they build it? They didn't have cranes. Danny, Dan Diggler. Okay. I'll, I'll settle. This, I'll is, settle, I'll this settle. is like saying, this is my favorite Joe Rogan joke of all time. Do you know what it is? But if I sent you into the woods with a hatchet and some matches, how long would I want to come out with a cell phone? How long would it take you to build me a cell phone? You know what I'm saying? And the point behind that joke is like people, if shit happens like a tsunami, a flood, a fire, you know, a okay. A bunch of people get wiped Brett, out that know Brett, some shit. Brett, Brett, then Brett, shit gets lost. Brett, I appreciate what you just said from Joe Rogan, but let me ask you a question. If I sent you into the woods, how about this? I sent you in the desert with a shovel and an axe. And I told you, I want you to carve these perfectly square, monolithic, structures that nothing can actually pick them up. But I just want you to carve them. And I want you to carve them perfectly. And I don't even want you to worry about how we're going to put them anywhere. And then you look at the pyramids and how perfectly they're carved and how they're centered. And how about they have this? How about this? I'll send you to Walmart 
and get some fishing gear. You can't even pick them up. I'll I'll send you to Walmart to get some fishing gear today, and you go get me ten salmon. Are you I need a couple of downriggers. I do, need do a couple of downriggers. Without college. asking anybody, do you know yeah, where to go? Right off point, no point. Right off point, no point. I used to fish a lot with my brother-in-law. Okay. Right off point, no point. Salmon? I don't know if it's fishing season right now, but I could look into that. Please. It's coming up. Well, so hold on. You compare me getting fish in this normal reality where I have power boats. Do you want to know why? Do you care to know why? And a line of lures. Well, hold on. This is 5,000 years ago. What technology did they have in order? I'm talking about the pyramids. What technology got them to put those bricks in the exact right spot? That's my point. Dan, Daniel, my point is, like, so, someone had to tell them how to do it, because we obviously did it. We obviously did it. Same reason we know Aliens how to, did it. We didn't same, do it. Aliens. The same reason we know how to fish, the same reason we know how to do all sorts of other things, it came from somewhere else, because we wouldn't know how to do this on our own. That's what separates us from this. every other species on the planet is that we know how to do things that other fucking species don't so that we survive. Like, birds are not the same. Monkeys, lions, bears, not the same. They do stuff, but not to the, the degree, only reason, not to the degree the only, we do it. The only reason we're better than monkeys is we have opposing thumbs. Dude, the degree that we we, we, do... Listen, do you tell me when a monkey invents a game like basketball, okay? We invented the game. No, but I can tell you what I can tell you what monkeys are doing right now. And we've talked about this. Monkeys are shaping wood limbs into spears and stabbing fish out of the water. Like we originally did when we went through that process. Wow, amazing! We're we're making nuclear bombs. Like, let's talk about that. We're a little different. No, but the thing is, what happened to the technology or the people that built the pyramids before we came back? It seems like to me, I look at the pyramids and I think. Something has re, 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 just said reset. Something said reset. You guys fucked up. You guys had fucking, uh, you guys had your Caesar and the Roman Empire. You fucked it up. You had the aqueducts. Everybody was having a good time. Why does civilization, civilization fuck up every single time people get comfortable? You know what I mean? All of a sudden, you get people that, like, want to say, I, I think the family structure is huge. But all these civilization, civilizations always deteriorate when lust or gluttony or some of the seven sins, it's like, and I, I, I don't want to say that gayness or 
cock holes or quick swap holes or whatever is bad. But I honestly tell you, I want to, I want to trust a broad that I want to lay down with every night. That's fucking some other guy on every Thursday on a fucking, you know what I mean? I want my woman to be my woman. I want my family to be my family. I want, you know, if I had kids, I would want to raise them. I would not want the state to raise them because they really didn't teach me much in, you know, school. I mean, if I could go back in time and I could tell, like, I would like the school to teach me how to balance a bank account, get good debt, get bad debt. They just, they just, they shove you in, shove you out, don't really give a shit. It's just, I mean, and it's the same thing it's always been. And it's, and it's worse now than it was when I was there. Because at least I could say something. And now if you show up with a fucking MAGA hat on, you're getting kicked out of the school. It's called a bigot. It's, I mean, I think we're in a big decline, dude. I, I do. I think. People have no respect for you. We're in a huge motherfucking social decline. For one thing is that everything is done on your cell phone. You text people versus call people. Like, I remember calling people way before even the thought of instant messaging people, you know, on, like, the computer. That was, like, a big thing from, like, 98 on was AOL Instant Messenger, and that basically became text messaging which became you got mail. Facebook messaging. Yeah, I mean, it's just like it just went on, 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 on. Oh, and don't forget about MySpace. You know, I mean, like fucking all that shit happened, but it's part of the social decline of society. And it really is. Is like if you can, if you can get the people not to communicate to each other anymore, like verbally, then how else are they going to do it? They're going to do it through this. Well, if they're going to do it through that, you can monitor it. You can control it. You can do all sorts of things like fucking in at the at the very most in which they're achieving right now is that we can't even talk to each other. Podcasts on the Internet are the closest thing that you can do to like freely talk to other people. The closest thing. Unless you're a YouTuber, YouTubers do it. But like it's very difficult to be a YouTuber. It takes a long time to upload a video. Very long time. Even with like good, you know, thing I, I live about, in a nice neighborhood. I have fast internet. You know the thing I think about is that too many mass quantity people are worried about way too many people what they think about them. Like everybody, and everybody's sensitive. I remember when I was young, I was really like, God, somebody doesn't like me, and I I'd take it like hard, like. That guy doesn't like me or that girl doesn't like me. And now I got older, I'm like, if you don't like me, well, that's probably good because I probably don't like you, you know, but I respect you. But the thing is, it's like, it's like when you let all these young minds get into this YouTube and Twitter atmosphere and they're just overwhelmed and then all of a sudden, if you don't agree with a certain aspect, they call it a bigot, a racist, a fucking homophobe, this and that. 
I was watching this YouTube video last night, and it cracked me up. It was this heavier set woman talking about that if you're not attracted to her, no matter what nationality, if you're not attracted to her, you're fat phobic. And I sat there, sat there and I thought, well, hold on. What I'm attracted to, isn't that my opinion? Not only the type of woman I'm attracted to, whether she be fat, small, blonde, brunette, how about the car? How about the sport I'm attracted to? Maybe I'm attracted to golf rather than basketball because I'm not tall. Am I a bigot because I don't like basketball to play? No, I just don't play it well. You know what I mean? So it's like they're trying to put us into all these these compartments. And I'm fucking, I'm fucking living. I'm kind of sick of it. But... Okay, so the here's is, here's like, here's what I want you to think about. I I want us to do a new thing in the podcast. I want us to take what? a break at a halfway point, and I think this is a good point to take it halfway. And I want you to think about think of the technology we have today, okay, and apply it to when you grew up. Like when would you when were you twelve years old? What year? Do you remember? I was hanging around my grandma's house on 43rd Street going to uh, the what corner year? store because they had good fried chicken. What year, though? It was, I, was com- I was coming home from, uh, so I graduated in 94, so this had to be between 89 and 80, 89 and 84, because I went, that little corner store was right in between my uh, grade school and also my junior high school. Interesting. I think I was. I think I was. I think I was twelve in like ninety four, ninety five. I'm pretty sure. Well, I graduated in ninety four. Okay. Well, like, I graduated in two thousand one. I think in like ninety four, ninety five. I was like twelve. If it was ninety five, the Mariners won that deal, got in the playoffs, beat the Yankees. When. Uh, Griffey slid in. Oh, God. Everybody jumped him on the face. Yeah, if you know what we're talking about, Google search uh, Mariners 1995, and I guarantee... Randy Johnson, bitch. He did. He closed that motherfucker out. He was throwing snot swingers. Like 101, 102. I remember sitting on my couch, my old dad's blue couch downstairs, and he was watching, and I was a younger kid, and I went nuts. And he was just like, when, you know, I mean, we didn't win the World Series, but we won, what, 119 games? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh that, was two, that, that was 2001. Well, that's the one I'm thinking about. What are you thinking about? We we had like three great experiences. All right, here, here we're gonna take a break. I gotta smoke. I'm gonna call you right back and let's get right back into it. You down with that? Yeah, I'm smoking now. Okay, bye. Ten, ten.
show, you'll love advertising on it. Reardon Media Group represents thousands of podcasts on platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Ads help shows like this keep running and reach their large and loyal audiences with every play. Podcast advertising is effective, trackable, and trusted by more consumers over Facebook and YouTube ads. To learn how to elevate your brand with podcast advertising, contact the Reardon Media Group at reardondigital.com. That's R-E-A-R-G-O-N digital.com. Start building your relationship with a new audience today. back let's uh rehash with diggler if we shall say we were taking a little smoke break so uh here we are let's get him back on the phone i can speak in oh there you are how you doing I didn't get lost. I, I I almost got sucked up by aliens. Okay, I want you to answer that question. What? If, if there was the internet, cell phones in 1988. If there was internet, cell phones in 1988, what would you have done? Yeah, my brother, my brother-in-law had a car phone. I saw it. It was in his fucking... 300 ZX. That was a cool ride, man. What are you talking about? One of the baddest of the baddest. No. A 300 ZX, a Nissan. Oh, it was that Fair Lady model. Wait, oh, wait, it was 93, so he didn't have it at the time he thought he had it. It was 1993 for Dotson. So what what time do you think he had the cell phone? He had an R7 before that. Uh, I don't give a fuck about your brother-in-law. I'm talking, what if you had the internet and a cell phone in 1988? You, personally. We, uh, you don't remember when you had dial-up for the first time and thought how lame it was? Well, that was like 1996, 97. You got mail. I mean, we tried to get interested into it, but it went so slow. And then all of a sudden it exploded, and then we're like, oh, my God, this is kind of fun. But I mean... That's not what I'm saying, asshole. What I'm telling you is what if you had today's technology, 2021 in 1988... Okay, and what's your point? How different society would be if you and I had today's technology when we were kids. How different would society be today? Oh, you're saying like Facebook and shit when me and you were like in junior high school? Fuck yeah, dude. Think of what we had to rely on back then. Let me paint the picture for you because you clearly don't remember back, living back then. Back 
No, no. Back then, we didn't have so many Marxists that were uh, teaching propaganda at our uh, schools. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, seriously. We actually enjoyed Martin Luther King Day. I mean, we, 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 when I went to school, we stood up every day, especially when I was in uh, grade school and junior high, we stood up every day and did the Pledge of Allegiance. The Pledge of Allegiance. And you had to put your heart, your hand over your heart. And make sure you put your hand over your heart, goddammit. Dude, I was one of those kids, and it lasted all the way through the end of junior high school. I didn't wake up early in the morning. So half the time I was fucking fledgling with the flag. I was just, I was like, you know, I was you know, just going through the motions because I, I didn't wake up early. I would sleep in class all the time. But uh, I got through. I got through, and I said, okay. But no, but I think that's something. Hey, if, if the goddamn people that fucking made this country the way it is made it so so the current public could pay for your education, you better have a little honor for where it came from. Because they ain't teaching you good shit in school anyway. I really don't believe that. I think trade schools are the way to go. College. Everybody gets free college. Yeah. So you can, like, learn to knit more and fucking learn how to hate white people and fucking society. It's just, it's it's turning into a loony show. It's like, go to school. The first eight years should be fun. The next four years, you should be able to see if you have any physical ability to get into college and maybe the pros later on. But after, I think after there should be more trade, there should be more trade school stuff in high school. Writer. Trade schools, right, right during maybe the last two years of high school, three years of high school. Right. Do some trade schools. I mean, don't you want to protect productive people out of society? People want to work. Shouldn't you encourage that? Shouldn't you encourage people that just want to work and just make money? And Maybe they just like to drink beer and play darts and join a pool. League. Fuck. I've done that. I enjoy it. What's wrong with that? Let the guy make money. Why do you have to send him to a school that teaches him to live? Maybe it's maybe it's set up like that on purpose. No, dudes. I think it could the be. Whole, think about think about what you just described there. Just the think whole, think about what you just the described whole, there. You described a lifelong the lifelong a, a, a view of what just happened in your life. I didn't. You, you didn't go to a trade school. Right, and your whole life happens. You're a me- you're a mediocre man, a mediocre woman. You really feel uncomfortable in society, but you're really good at doing certain things. I want you to succeed in that. Maybe you'll, you know, you're going to make good money if you succeed in that. And on top of that, maybe you need somebody that is kind of dull like you, and you guys enjoy life the same way, and boom. I mean, we're trying to make everybody, we're trying to, like, hook up everybody and say everybody should be the same way. Fuck that. We're all different. We're all different. Nobody is the same fucking way. Yeah, well, you know what we should do? Okay, you want want to get on some crazy shit? You want to talk about Area 51? 
And totally. All right. Well, I mean, it is episode 51. So I don't know. What's the fucking craziest? Like to you, what makes aliens real to you? I want a concise answer in the next 90 seconds. For me? I mean, for me? Yeah, 90 90 seconds. Exactly. Shut up. What makes aliens real to you? Exactly exactly what I was talking about earlier. We didn't build the pyramids. Somebody else did that shit. That took some different technology. I think they landed. And a lot of those pyramids were built around the world at the fucking same time. I think they were fucking... Power sources, I think, the Earth control some sort of energy that we don't know or we forgot about. And everything just got covered up. Because back in the day, Nikola Tesla put fucking lights in the ground. Lights in the ground with metal rods. And then all of a sudden he did something and all the lights came on. They weren't connected by a wire. So there is a lot of electric energy that flows through the earth, flows through the atmosphere. So I think that some shit when Nikola Tesla died, the government went in because they did, took all this fucking paperwork and just kind of smuggled it aside and said, we'll think about this later. And now we're thinking about windmills and solar powers when we could just plug in to the soil in order out have a contraption that actually gets everything dialed up to where it actually receives energy. Lightning bolt strikes the ground. Lightning bolt strikes you, you're fucked, your kneecaps are out. The lightning bolt strikes the ground. That energy goes through somewhere. You don't think the magma from the core center of our Earth and the lightning interaction that strikes the Earth all the time doesn't have some positive energy output. That's what I would like to see some future people think about. That's your 90 seconds. That's my 90 seconds. I'm going to play that back to you one day. And you'll be like... That's why I think... I'm like, Diggler, this is what you think... This is why you believe in aliens. That was your answer. Yeah, because I think we have a lot more capability than we do, and we just lost a lot of knowledge. I think humans have been on this planet a long time before. We've probably destroyed ourselves many a times because we cannot still explain who put the big blocks on the pyramid, who built Kiboke Kepler, who, you know, I mean, there's so many things that we can't explain. Yet we still do these tribalism things rather than realize how powerful we are. And like, we actually, if we just sat there and said, hey, why, why are we fighting with each other? Why don't we, I mean, it's like, we were so much better way in the past. And we're, I look at society now, you know a crop pot? You know when you throw a crab pot down and the first two or three crabs get caught in the crab pot? And then a fourth crab gets in there, a fifth crab gets in, and they try to sneak out the door. Crabs drag them back in. Crabs drag them back in. It's a crab pot. I think our society is a crab pot where 
I love right it. now. And what we're doing right now is we're just trying to suck everybody down to us because we do not think we can be any better. But the guys that do actually get out and stuff like LeBron James and stuff like that, they're like, oh, you're hold down, you're hold down. It's like, well, what helps you down? What really helps you down? What about the uh, black guy that has a couple of doctorates degree? What about Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan never talked. I don't think LeBron James got held down. He got into the NBA when he was out of high school. He didn't. No one required a college degree from LeBron James. They said, "All right, you're fucking that good. You're just as good as Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan ever were when they're at this level. We'll bring you in." And he's got the nerve to say he's got the nerve to say that like America he's sucks. Got the free, he, he's got the free speech to say it. But how can a guy like that say anything held him down? Nothing held him down. He went he went to a white prep school and he will say that when he went there An Irish school. It was like an Irish a white white he thought it was gonna be like a white like like a People and people were rooting him on, and he goes, "It was kind of weird. It was kind of weird." It is kind of weird. Like, it is kind of weird. And it's like, you know, it's not weird. You're you're like getting ready to be. You're getting ready to be a Greek god, and he had the opportunity to be as good or better than Michael Jordan, and he will never, ever come close. Because Michael Jordan never let his politics get in the way of his his game. His game was his game, and he was a dick. If you ever watch, you know, The, the Last Dance, which I think was a great show, six, seven, eight episodes, whatever. With Jordan. Michael Jordan was like, Michael Jordan was like, hey, we are fucking professionals. We can take a lot of money. This is what we're going to do. This is... You know, you're taking the shot. I'm taking the shot. And, uh, and, and I, I will say, Scotty Pippen was the most underpaid player in the league during Jordan years. But the reason why is because Jordan just did what Jordan did, and it wasn't about anybody else. He didn't care about your contract. He did want to keep a good team together. You know, and that's why they won all the time. But it, it is kind of Scotty Pippen's fault for making so many bad contract deals. But I think our country should be run that way. I would love it if all of a sudden Jordan said, "Hey, I'm going to be the fucking president of the United States." I got fucking Scotty Pippen Michael as Jordan. CEO. Fucking fucking, I got Steve Kerr <laughs> as a fucking. Uh, you know, the general attorney, you know, just Phil Jackson, you know, why they performed and they won, right? It's the same thing Trump did. Now you got sleepy it's Joe true. in there. Come on, come on, Harris on here and look at the border. You got Trump going there before she will even get there. I mean, this whole situation we got right now is an embarrassment. You just see the G7 summit. I watched the whole thing. No, but it's funny. It's like the Democrats have been in bed with, like, you know, Hollywood forever. Why haven't they thought about putting in a TV celebrity or an actor or a 
TV movie producer or some crazy shit like that, like to be our president. How come they haven't thought about that shit yet? Look at the best that they got right now. Best they got is Biden. He's picking his nose at the G7 summit. He's handing out money left and right. He lets Putin take an individual press conference when it should be a joint press conference so they could talk back and forth. And Putin himself said, you know, unfortunately right now what 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 Washington has is a career politician and uh, so it's very expectable the results I'm going to get from him. But beforehand when they had Trump, he was respectable. I didn't know where he was coming from. He made his own decision. Well, and let me ask you this. Did you, um, did you see the thing with like the interview with Putin recently? Yeah. Like, I mean, like prior, they did it prior to the, the meeting with him and Biden. Of course I did. Okay. Because Putin's like, Trump really didn't know what he was doing. And so you watched it from CNN's perspective. Or it wasn't CNN. It was it's still a liberal one. But like the questions, like, it was a terrible interview for one. And for two. Part. What news network are you listening to? It was, it was, you did not get any, dude, any good. I'm not an idiot. I'm not an idiot. It was NBC, but that's the only one that gave it to him. I'm not an idiot. NBC is a fucking Democratic ran fucking station. I watched it. I watched it. I watched it. The fact I watched it from Newsmax. I watched it from Fox. I watched it from CNN. I watched the it fact from is, MSNBC. it's the same time. No, it was the. What it was the same one guy from NBC. So one guy. fucking Fox reported the NBC. So one guy, interview? one what? Wait, so hold on, so hold on, one guy, one guy. I thought you saw it. Is the the one is the one guy you trust? I thought you saw it. I saw all of the coverage, and it had all sorts of different interpretations. And every time it comes from MSNBC or CNN or he, I watched you know the guy talk to Putin and him answer his questions. Okay, I don't care what side of the army you're on. Just I know that I want to hear. I want to hear this. It was the first time he's been interviewed on American TV in three years. Yeah, I watched it, and it was like he talked for he talked for forty minutes. No, he talked for an hour and a half. Okay, well, I saw the 40 minutes. It's on YouTube, dude. I'll send I'm it to, I'll send it to you. you. Know, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, you, you know what care. I saw. You said you saw it, so you don't need to see it. I saw 40 minutes. No. I didn't know I needed to watch two hours. I watched the whole goddamn thing. Who was it with? Who was the interviewer with? I don't believe that you watched it. I think it was. I think it was Tucker Carlson. It was no, the, Tucker the, Carlson. The, the, well, not the interviewer. 
I don't know the fucking interview. Tucker Carlson. They're at G7. You watched it through. Anyway, it has nothing to do with G7. Anyway, next topic. I thought you said G7. Next topic. Flat Earth. Flat Earth. Real or bullshit? I think if we are a... uh, In a matrix, I still think we know curvatures. But you know what's really interesting is the curvature of the Earth. There's certain areas, like looking from Michigan over the the water, it's like 50 miles, and it should have about 110 feet dip. Think about this for for how far you look out. As big as the world is, it should have a certain dip, right? Okay. What's kind of what's kind of curious is that there's a lot of those dips that occur, and in the past, when you see them, you, you don't see the dip. You actually, so you look over there and you still see the skyline, but it should be like fifty feet down. So you should only see like half the building, and and uh, a lot of the theories is that it's a mirage. Maybe could be bullshit. Kind of well, no. Think about this: for every look at it, next time you uh, you get stoned, say for every like hundred miles or fifty miles, how far due to the Earth's curvature should I be able to see 50 miles out? And it'll be like, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. 50 miles out, you shouldn't see anything. Like, if there's a building 100 feet tall, you shouldn't see it. If it's like 50 miles out, 75 miles out. Because, I mean, you can look over, like, you know, from Seattle to Canada One of the coolest things I've ever done in my life was go to the top of the summit of Haleakala, which is the Mm -hmm. mountain on top of Maui. It's 10,000 feet. Mm -hmm. It's 10,000 feet and watch the sunrise come up. Dude, that is like life-changing. Like, God, you saw God. And... You don't see it. You can't see the ocean below you. You can't see the island. It's, you're above the clouds, and you see the day break with no obstruction for thousands and thousands and thousands of miles, way past the curvature of the Earth. Would even matter. You see it as it comes. It's fucking incredible. Alright, that's it. That's all we have for you, everybody. Uh, ran out of tape there, so we couldn't finish our thoughts, but uh, we'll get back to you on that one. That's uh, Area 51. Till next time, peace. Peace.